here's a message from Ken Lavica. No, it's not the Bruins. No, it's not the Rangers. It's not the Devils. It's not the Maple Leafs. Which team is four wins away from the Stanley Cup? The Florida Damn Panthers. Bet. Christian Cat hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Jeanette, how does it feel to see the Panthers hoist the Prince Wales Trophy? Unreal. Had you ever heard of the Prince Wales Trophy? So this is the most embarrassing part. I was like, oh, Prince Harry was there? I thought he, I thought he like said bye-bye to the throne or whatever. Uh, I think I that's Prince. Confused. Isn't that Prince William who's the Prince of I, Wales? I don't know. I know nothing about the royal family, <laughs> but I thought somebody at the royal family was represented at the Panthers game yesterday. That was very confused. The Florida Panthers are the Eastern Conference champions and are four wins away from the Stanley Cup. Jeanette and I were talking before the show because she's wearing a Florida Panthers bucket hat uh, and I have my Panthers hat that I was given by members of the Panthers front office a few years ago when I went to go help them clean up uh, in the Keys with Hurricane Irma. And... We were saying that if you've lived in South Florida, doesn't matter if it's Jupiter, doesn't matter if it's Stewart, doesn't matter if it's West Palm or Delray or Boca or even down into Broward and in Miami-Dade, if you've lived in South Florida for, I think, greater than four years, chances are you don't remember that you have a piece of Panthers merchandise stocked away in some closet somewhere because you got it at a fair or you got it at some outdoor celebration at some point. Like, it just it, it, at some booth. So, or as some part, part of some giveaway. I, I went to a game and I used to go to Panthers games a lot because one of my really close friends who now works with the Devils uh, started his career in the NHL with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have a picture of, with a Panthers player here with the bucket hat I'm currently wearing. I don't know if he's part of this finals team or whatnot. Oh, no, that's Jonathan Huberdeau, who, by the way, got traded to Calgary, which is what brought Matthew Kachuk to the Panthers. Well, that sucks, but yeah, that's how I have <laughs> it a bucket hat. It sucks for Huberdeau. It doesn't suck for us. I just know I have this bucket hat because I went to a game and I met a player with this bucket hat on. That's funny. Yeah, the the, the guy directly responsible <laughs> in the swap for Matthew Kachuk is the man who is in that photo that you just showed me. Christian Cat, Audible Assassin, could we hear the glory last night on TNT, FLA Live Arena. This, quite honestly, is one of the most clutch plays in the history of South Florida sports. Like, you can't debate it. Four and nine, ten seconds left in the closeout game of the Eastern Conference Finals. You've allowed a game-time goal Three minutes prior, you're on a power play inside of 10 seconds left to go, and Matthew Kachuk does this. I mean, just mayhem. Absolute mayhem. Hey, let's let's go ahead and hear our boy Doug Plagans on the Florida Panthers radio network. The flagship is WQAM down in Miami. Here's how Doug Plagans called the Matthew Kachuk power play Stanley Cup final delivering goal for Matthew Kachuk. Kachuk out at the right point covering. 15 seconds in regulation. Kachuk, Reinhardt near circle. Reinhardt in the circle. Shot, and it's fought off by Anderson. Markov right circle. Down to the goal line. Kachuk in front of shot. He scores! He scores! He scores! Matthew Kachuk, a power play goal! It's 4-3 Panthers with 4.3 seconds to go in regulation time. The Panthers take a 4-3 lead in the waiting seconds. A power play goal for Matthew Kachuk. And the Panthers are 4.3 seconds away from an Eastern Cup. 
championship and a trip to the Stanley Cup final. Can you believe it? When the chips are down, when the stakes are the highest, it's number 19 in red coming through. Not bad, Doug. Not bad at all. Now, I, with the crowd, and this is just play-by-play guy to play-by-play guy, I would have let it breathe just a couple of seconds for the crowd to take over. Just a couple of seconds. Sorry, we're not all consumer professionals. No, like you I, are, I'm just, and, and. Uh, so, yeah, uh, what's his name? Doug Plagans. Do better. Uh, he's the one who I thought for sure you would think was was pretty hot, and you oh. were critical of his hair. Oh, last week. Uh, the black ramen noodle hair guy. Yeah, that guy. Okay. All yeah, right. he's cute. Yeah, I think on the other side there. I think in radio, if you let it breathe too much, you might catch his attention. They don't know what happened. I'm just saying a couple of seconds. Okay. I'm just saying a couple of seconds. Not anything overly extended, but very rarely in Panthers world are you able to lay out and let the crowd carry the moment, and that would be the time to do that. But. Awesome call. Doug Plagan's rules. He's awesome. Uh, that is a call he's going to remember for the rest of his life. Uh, I did like when uh, the chips are down. I, I think that's foreshadowing to the Las Vegas Knights, perhaps, who look like they are going to be the Panthers' opponent in the Stanley Cup final, can, the Golden Knights. Can we do, and maybe this is something for next year, like a Ken Lavica live show critique of all the play-by-play sure, people? absolutely. I want to write the emails, give it that nice, petty undertone. <laughs> gonna, oh, we're going to send it to them? But with your professional yeah. expertise. But wait, how am I going to get paid for this? I'm not doing this without getting paid. Way too much <laughs> time. It's a consultation. No, no, no. But yeah. <laughs> right. It is a consultation. No, but this is why we're going around it the way I just described. We just play the audio. Ken goes in about what he can do better with his life. I will make a, I will question, I guess, in a very shallow way, his physical appearance. And then off that email goes, <laughs> Christian, you can say something. Stone always has something to say, too. So it's going to be a beautiful email. And we're doing, you know, we're just trying to make the media world better. I like the idea of just getting submissions from across the country in the middle of nowhere, Alabama, doing some high school football. Ken's like, no, nope, didn't let it breathe. Yeah, right. Your, your levels peaked. It was right. Not enough. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I, I, you know what? It's not a bad idea. But again, I want to make some money off of this. Um, <laughs> so, so this is ridiculous what we're going through. We know that. And we've discussed it. And it started with the FAU run to the Final Four. Then Miami in the Final Four. Nova Southeastern University. Nova Southeastern winning the national championship in college basketball. Uh, shout out to the Sharks. Uh, then it's the Heat having just uh, the most lackluster regular season, coming six minutes away from not even getting into the playoffs. Here they are. The Panthers needed a random Chicago win at Pittsburgh (laughs) to slide in to the postseason. And from there, it's been history. And it's been knocking off the best teams. In the Bruins' case, one of the best teams in the history of the sport. For the Bucs, it was the best team this season in the NBA. And uh, now you have the Panthers, the first to finish the job in a sweep uh, to go to the Stanley Cup final. I, I, I was thinking about it last night. The Panthers, since I've been down here 17 years, okay? That's a lot. The Panthers have always, and I mean always, I mean always been an afterthought. I'm not talking about just like in the periphery. I'm talking about like way in the background, need something telescopic to actually see them. From the time I came down to South Florida and started here at ESPN West Palm in 2007, through last year when the Panthers won the President's Cup, the Panthers made two postseason appearances. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. They lost to the Islanders in both of them. Two postseason appearances. That's it. That's it. It was, I, I, I remember talking and saying this on the air multiple times in a 10 to 12 year span. I cannot believe the Florida Panthers in a sport where half the teams make the playoffs every single year can never find a way to even back their way into the postseason. Before I came down to South Florida, I had no idea that the Florida Panthers played in Broward County. 
I had no idea that the Panthers didn't play in Miami when I came down in 2007. That is no joke. I thought for sure they played in Miami. I had never heard of Sunrise, Florida. I had no idea about Sawgrass Mills. I didn't know bleep about bleep. When the first time I went to a Panthers game a week into my tenure here at ESPN West Palm with the great Jim Rutledge, who now is an afternoon host at ESPN Mm -hmm. Madison, He's like, all right, we're going to go to Sunrise. I'm like, what the hell is that? We're going to wake up early, go to the beach and all, watch I'm Sunrise? telling you, all I remember, all I remember is that it was a December, and so the sun goes down early, and I remember driving there, and I'm thinking I'm going to see, like, buildings, all this stuff, and I, you're, you're at night at that point. It's like 5 o'clock, 5.30, you're getting to the game. It's dark. You look to your right. I had no idea the Everglades were right across the damn street from mm-hmm. the arena. I'm like, Jim, where are we going? Where do the Panthers play? As I look to my right coming down uh, the sawgrass and there's black. There's blackness. You can't see anything. You're going to literally see Panthers in the Everglades. I had no idea that the Florida freaking Panthers in 2007 when I came down here played literal feet from the Everglades. Had no idea. I just remember being pitch black and I'm like, what is happening? So then from there, the Panthers just an afterthought, afterthought, afterthought. The only notable thing the Panthers did is when Randy Moeller, the then radio voice, who's now the TV analyst for the Panthers, alongside Steve Goldstein, did that thing with Levitard where Levitard was feeding him goal call lines from movies. Like That was the only entertaining thing about the Panthers for a damn, damn near a decade. Uh, the way I learned about the Panthers was because of the Sawgrass Mills Mall. I, I went there shopping, whatever, with my family, and I was like, hey, what is that? I was like, hey, I hope that's what I was about to say. Yeah. What is that? Um, and I Googled it, and I was like, oh, there's a hockey team here. Oh, the Panthers? That's cool. And then I went shopping. I, I just, they've been so nondescript and have mattered so little. Mm-hmm. And then last year, they win the President's Cup, and they were super fun. You remember their scoring goals. Goals, goals, led the NHL in goals by a wide margin, but none of that translated into the postseason. They struggled with the Capitals in the first round, got absolutely destroyed by Tampa in the second round. It didn't translate. And so after that, I'm like, that team can't do anything to make a run in the the NHL playoffs, then the Panthers are just cursed. Fast forward to this team, and when the playoffs started, Christian, like when the playoffs started, I wasn't giving the Panthers more than a side eye. Uh, it was just, oh, they're playing the Bruins, who are awesome. All right, well, that's a done deal. And I feel like that was you with every South Florida. But team. no, no, but it wasn't like that with the Heat, though. Like I, I sat. Speaking of of uh, unbelievable full circle moment, you know where I watched Game One of the Heat Bucks series, Sawgrass Mills Mall, on my phone. At the Rainforest Cafe, at the Sawgrass Mills Mall, for Brian McLovin Rowitz's son Sean, his birthday dinner. So you know what? So now everything has come full circle. That's even before I really started giving the Panthers a look, but that is where my heat journey started. You just felt like uh, you, I'm geeking out because where is my favorite Panthers pre-gaming spot? The Rainforest the Cafe. The Rainforest Cafe. That's an expensive pregame spot. Listen. We're not very good uh, cocktails there. No, but it is part of like, it's weird. First of all, I didn't, when I went to Panthers games, I never paid for the ticket. So I was like, I had the budget to go to the Rainforest Cafe. Um, I would go to the Rainforest Cafe a lot, every, pretty much every Panthers game because it stayed with the, like, the jungle theme. I like to stay within the theme. <laughs> okay. Plus, not only that. You realize the Everglades are not the jungle though. What? The Everglades are not the jungle, though. No, Florida but the Panthers, Panthers don't live in the jungle. Well, a Florida Panther lives in the Everglades. Well, I like to think that there's maybe a panther or a cat. They say kitties. There's kitties okay. in the rainforest. There are big cats in the rainforest. Exactly. Yes. Perhaps so, a lynx. I love, and it is a weird. I grew up going to the Rainforest Cafe, a spoiled Orlando brat in uh, downtown Disney slash Disney Springs. I feel like there are more Rainforest Cafes per capita. Uh, in Orlando than any other city in the United States of America. Uh, there's a two. There's one in <laughs> Animal Kingdom and there's one in uh-huh. Disney Springs. A right. uh, weird ass life goal of mine is to go to every Rainforest Cafe possible. I I always get Rainforest Cafe <laughs> mixed up with hell? Senior Frogs. They're, they're one similar of, color pattern. No, 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 similar color yeah. pattern and the the wording, the branding is similar. Right. Yeah. Two very different places, but yes, you're right. What I do like about the Rainforest Cafe. 
the thunderstorms. Oh, get out of here. They happen every 20 minutes. <laughs> I mean, literally flash the lights and then play thunder sound effects. Yep. One of the most miserable cool. jobs Good. I ever had was at uh, downtown Disney, Disney Springs, sorry, mm-hmm. um, where I worked at the sister restaurant of T-Rex, at the T-Rex restaurant, and they had a meteor shower. Every 20 oh, minutes. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's it's good. the most, the T-Rexes pop off. It's loud and obnoxious. <laughs> but the Rainforest Cafe can do without that. Uh, but but for me, like once once the Panthers pulled to within 3-2, you know, they, were, they got down 3-1 to the Bruins. Then they get within 3-2. And that's when I started to say to myself, like, I was, again, I was, I was paying peripheral attention to them. But then I'm like, well, at least they fought. Like, that's kind of fun. And then that crazy game six happened where the Bruins and the Panthers are just total shootout at FLA Live. And that place was going absolutely eight bleep. And from that point, I was locked in because then it's game seven. The Panthers win game seven. And from that point, I've got to tell you that this has been and I've been I have been here in South Florida since 2007. This has been one of the more thrilling, stunning, shocking, what in the hell things I've ever seen. I, 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 when the big three came together, that was a true what the hell, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. We're living history. Mm-hmm. FAU goes to the final four. Like, I'm in it. I'm just floating on cloud nine the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's different when you're in it, when you're insulated in it. I didn't really have a chance to, like, be a fan. I'm working and you're around these guys and everything is business, right? It's just survival. Every single day. How can you survive to the next game, the next game, the next game? You just felt so much anxiety, so much pressure. And this, this is just because it's felt inevitable. (laughs) It's felt inevitable. It's like the heat. We've been talking Mm -hmm. about this whole down double digits in the fourth quarter, heat six and three in the postseason. Mm -hmm. They'll find a way. No matter what happens to the Panthers, Matthew Kachuk or Montour or Cousins or Lomberg and of course, Bobrovsky are there to save the day. It's insane. And Bobrovsky, it's such a benefit to have a backstop back there. Because the Panthers, the Panthers got outshot 20-6 to in the first period of game two of this series against Carolina. And we're only down one nothing after one. Because Bobrovsky and Kachuk has said it multiple times, it's so nice to have the benefit of that guy. Because when you suck, then he gives you time to pull out of it. And that's the best way I can describe the Panthers' run. Bobrovsky's out of his mind, and he gives the Panthers time to suck, and then gives the Panthers time to play awesome again. And that's why they're there. So would you say to Chuck and Bobrovsky? Bobrovsky. I have such an issue with hockey names. Just say Bob. Bob, uh, to Chuck and Bob, are some of the most clutch players in South Florida history. Uh, this postseason run, for sure. I mean, Matthew Kachuk's already putting himself into South Florida sports legend status. 100%. Uh, his Eastern Conference final has been unreal. I mean, he carried the Panthers. He beat the Bruins. He was a pest to the Maple Leafs. Uh, it is the fact that this franchise, this franchise that plays in Sunrise, Florida, a place I didn't know existed when I moved down to Palm Beach County in 2007, Thought I was driving to the end of the earth the first time I went to a Panthers game. Had no idea the freaking Everglades were right across the street as I looked into the vast nothingness, which is looking to your right as you're headed (laughs) south to FLA Live Arena. This team is four games away, four wins away from hoisting the Stanley Cup and winning a championship, an NHL championship. And to be quite honest, it's thrilling, man. It is thrilling. That's the word I use to describe this Panthers postseason. It's thrilling. And part of the reason I love it is that I think that the Panthers needed a huge bandwagon presence to get people to care. And this is generational. Like this, the casual, well, let's be honest. I wasn't the only one who had the Panthers way, 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 way in the background of my sports thought. Right? I'm not the only one. I think I'm the majority probably in South Florida. 
And kudos to that fan base, small, but vocal and passionate, mm-hmm. that are getting to experience this. It's thrilling for me. I'm having so much fun. But you people, you season ticket holders, you who drove into the Everglades to see this team over and over and over again, 10th place, 11th place, 12th place, 9th place, 10th place finishes. It just firing your coach and making him take a taxi. Like, all of those things. No, they did yeah, not. Yeah, that happened like three or four coaches ago. Uh, including a coach <laughs> who had won three Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. And because he failed to acknowledge uh, sexual assault that was taking place within his organization, he was he was let go unceremoniously early last year with the best talent maybe that this franchise has ever had. You what? deserve the hell out of this. I mean, sweet mother of God. Do you deserve the hell out of this? And and here is my here is my plea to you. Please, please don't gatekeep the the fan base because this could be so huge for the franchise that people who didn't pay attention to hockey, kids who didn't pay attention to hockey, they're now Panthers fans. They're Matthew Kachuk fans. They want a jersey. They want a hat. They want the opportunity to see the Panthers next season because of this run. Let let. The bandwagon fans have that so that you stop hearing the criticism. Oh, the Panthers have no fans. The Panthers are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. All the things that Bruins fans say, all the things Rangers fans mm-hmm. say, all the things Maple Leafs fans say, let let us in. It's worth it in the long run. This has been thrilling. What's the one word you would use to best describe this Panthers postseason? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063-888-760-3776. One word to describe this Florida Panthers postseason. Eastern Conference champions getting the Prince of Wales trophy last Prince, night. Prince Something William. that uh, Jeanette thought uh, meant that there was a member of the royal family <laughs> at FLA Live Arena. The Prince of Wales, though, is Prince William, right? You thought it was Prince Harry that might have been there. Yeah, that's why, again, I was very confused on the whole situation. I thought yeah. Prince Harry dethroned himself. I don't he know. did. He did. he doesn't have any royal duties any longer. Yeah, so that's why I was like, it, my, I had a moment with the royal family in hockey. Uh, what would you? What's the one word you'd use to describe this postseason run for the Panthers? Unreal. Yeah, it's again, it, it, it truly is. It's unreal. It's you. And again, in full transparency, I'm not the biggest hockey fan. Super casual, but of course, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here to support the Panthers. I'm like I'm Panthers lightning. I'm between the two. But it's... Oh, no, you've got to disown the lightning now. Now? Yeah, that's a done deal. Uh-huh. Later, well, later from, uh, from an image, I hope we get to discuss later, the, the Panthers are based out of Orlando, too. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's unreal, the fact that this small hockey team that has been ignored, that looks passed by, that's more affiliated with a Rainforest Cafe and the Everglades is having its moment in the biggest way possible. It's across the street from the Everglades and across the street from a big mole. Like, that's where the Panthers play. Like, you literally park at the mall. We're close to it. You can easily walk across the street. That's that's what I always did. Walk across Flamingo to get to the mall. That's what I always did. And I hope they didn't change that. No, no I did it this season. You don't got to pay for parking. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. And everybody thing. does it. And everybody knows they do it, but it's never talked yeah. about. They have the police escorts in there and everything. Uh, I just, it is so thrill. It's so cool. It's so unexpected. It is... I mean, part of it is I'm reveling in it because the traditional powers are just hating, hating the fact that the Panthers are in the Stanley Cup final. And the Panthers' path, this probably doesn't feel as amazing because the Panthers legitimately, based on their path here, this isn't fluky anymore. Like, they they, they have as good a chance as Vegas or Dallas, who's hurtling out of their series, of winning the <laughs> Stanley Cup. And when you beat the Bruins... And you beat Toronto in back-to-back series. And then you take down Carolina in a sweep. After all that, the dogfight against Boston, the entire hockey world rooting against you with Toronto and your stadium, your arena being taken over by those Maple Leafs fans. Into being able to sweep in the Eastern Conference Final, including starting the Eastern Conference Final with a four-overtime win. That was two games in one. I, it's just, it's beyond belief. But now you've truly got to believe they can win the championship. I think the best part about it is, as a newer Panthers fan, right, didn't really have too much. I, I root for the Capitals. I like the Capitals a lot. We're living in the Northeast. 
Never went to a game. Never lived in D.C. But you're just like, yeah, I'm a Caps fan. Exactly. And that changed when I came down here because I know I could drive 45 minutes and go to a Panthers game. Now you're like, now I'm a Cats fan. And since I'm not as head deep into it, I don't have years and years of expectation, disappointments. Hey, if they win a Stanley Cup, delightful, fantastic, Mm -hmm. incredible. If they lose, I just became a Panthers fan. Right. Many years ahead of me. And and the good thing is, if the Panthers don't finish this off, it at least is going to have a lot of people paying attention going into next year. For sure. I've had this hat, this bucket hat, for at least two years after meeting the player into the game that I which Jonathan, I originally got it. Jonathan Huberdo. Yeah. Carol, uh, Calgary Flame. Uh, this is the first time I've worn it in two years. There you go. You see? They're all coming out of the woodwork. If you took a poll of all sports fans, anyone who identifies as a sports fan, how many do you think would, with multiple choice, get where the uh, the Panthers play? They'd have Sunrise, Miami, Tallahassee, oh, Orlando. 20%, maybe. It's even less. It probably is less. I think they would guess Tallahassee. And they do that sometimes. In uh, the, I think Miami would be number one. For okay. sure. And they do that in the broadcast, too. The, during a Panthers game, a couple games ago, they were showing like South Beach and Hard Rock Stadium mm-hmm. and everything. I was like... You are completely wrong in this. What you need to do is go to the FC. You need to go to where Lockhart Stadium used to mm-hmm. be. You need to show downtown Fort Lauderdale. But people have, to a great point, no idea where Sunrise, Florida well, is. Well, within Broward County, you couldn't be further away from Fort Lauderdale where the Panthers play. I mean, uh, you've got <laughs> the furthest east town, and then you've got the furthest west town. Uh, it's not even that close. It's, it's just such a weird thing. And, and the Florida throws everybody exactly, off, yeah, exactly. too. And so that's a great question. I think it's probably Miami would be the, – there's one. no way Sunrise would get probably more than 5%. Mm-mm. Miami would definitely yeah. get number one. You put Miami, you put Orlando, you put Jacksonville, you, uh, yeah, and, and you put Tallahassee, you put Sunrise. Sweet. Sunrise is getting 5%. Because given the chance to claim Miami, normally teams will claim Miami. If you're given the chance to claim New York, like mm. the Jets and Giants do, even though they play in New Jersey, they're yeah. going to claim New York. I don't know. It's like when the uh, Super Bowl comes to Miami and right. they play like South, South Beach. Florida. And it's right. like, well, no, 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 the, no. Well, if you notice, if you notice <laughs> when the Super Bowl comes to, to this region, uh, sometimes it's Miami and sometimes it's South Florida. When it's South Florida, everything's based out of Fort Lauderdale. When it's Miami and it's infinitely less organized and it's terrible <laughs> and it takes forever to get anywhere and you have to go to the Miami Convention Center to go to Radio Row, uh-huh. it's Miami. It's all about which area puts in more money towards the bid. Is Broward ponying up or is Miami-Dade ponying up? Whoever puts in the more the most money, it's either Miami or South Florida. Just pay attention to that because right now, South Florida is battling with Vegas for uh, a, a Super Bowl four years from now, five years from now. And so it might be a South Florida Super Bowl because they're really asking for the resources to come in from the entire we're, region. We're getting we're getting the keys involved. Yeah, we're going yeah, all the way up yeah. to Osceola and uh, Orange County. Yeah. Disney, throw a couple bucks in there. It's uh, Radio Rose in uh, Marathon this year. Uh, one word <laughs> to describe time. the Panthers postseason. I say thrilling. Jeanette says unreal. What about you? 888 888- 760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. I'll say it again. The Florida Panthers, the Florida freaking Panthers are the Eastern Conference champions in the NHL. The Florida Panthers of all teams are four wins away from a Stanley Cup celebration. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. One word to describe this Panthers postseason. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Long live Matthew Kachuk. He's the new Prince of Wales. When we come back, if the Panthers can pull this off, where the hell do you have 
the championship parade. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Florida Panthers with a Prince of Wales trophy. Now, you do realize last night the Panthers created quite a stir by touching and holding the trophy. There's a lot of superstition in hockey about how you've... uh, You've, you've spoiled the opportunity to win the Stanley Cup if you touch the conference championship trophy. A lot of teams won't do it. I think that's a little weird. But yeah, at the same a, time, sometimes you have to respect superstitions. They exist for a reason. I kind of love the Panthers just blowing right through it. I mean, Sasha Barkoff just hoisted it up, walked it right to the locker room. Kachuk said, we earned this. We're not going to care about a superstition. We earned this trophy. Yeah, you, but he, I love it. Now you set yourself up for the narrative that if they lose, it's Who because cares? they touched, they did a little touchy touch with the trophy. Uh, I, I understand that, but hey, they they beat Boston, they beat Toronto. Hey, these dudes aren't scared of anything, especially a silly, dumb superstition. Boston. The the Florida Panthers are the Eastern Conference champions. It is thrilling, thrilling. If you have one word to describe the Panthers postseason, what is it? Jeanette says unreal. If you're a Boston or Toronto fan, you might use a different word. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweet at us at KLV1063. One thing it's not, one word this isn't, is fluky. There is nothing fluky about this. It may have come out of nowhere, but when you have the postseason resume, this playoff run that the Panthers have, there is nothing fluky about that at all. They've had the toughest road to this point. Period. Larry is in Boynton on Kent Levick Alive. What's up, Larry? Hey, guys. One word for it. It's not Kachuk. It's Kaching. Because he has been money these playoffs, and we're taking a cup. Nah, and I'll hang up. Right. I love it. I love it, Larry. Appreciate that. Uh, I also saw a shirt today. Uh, Kachuk around and find out. Ooh. I love that one. Yeah, I was kind of, well I had the done. Dump, I had the dump button ready when he. Yeah. I, I yeah. thought he was going to go in that direction as well, but changed the K into a different letter. But we're good. Yeah. yeah. Where's that shirt? I'm sure you can just Google it and find it. I wanted you to do it for me, but sure. Uh, I mean, I could Google it for you and send it to you via email. That is the best email, <laughs> not text. Oh, <laughs> so you don't have a phone. I'll fax it to you. <laughs> Great. Um, that is probably the best shirt. I the like the best play on words I've seen. Between the Heat and the Panthers. Panthers, call me. Uh, it's out there. I mean, people are already... I don't think the Panthers are actually going to uh, market a Kachuk around and find out shirt. I just am more interested in the fact that I'd be wearing some dude's name on my... Uh, some dude's name and I have no idea how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last night when the, the Panthers... When, when Kachuk scored with four and three ten seconds left... Uh, my my wife could not make it. I I but I was shaking. Vivi, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And she woke up, and I thought she was gonna be mad. And then she saw what was happening. She's like, oh, and was happy and all that. But I, I multiple times in this series, we've had to um we've had to wake each other up to Aww. celebrate a Panthers goal in overtime win. Uh, I remember I took like five naps. Uh, from the fir- end of the first period through the four overtimes in order to see the Kachuk game winner in the quadruple overtime. Uh, but that's that's just the the way they are. our kids have, have beat us up at the Levica household recently. No, I feel like that's relationship goals for me. There's if I ever get into a serious relationship, like one thing that needs to be on yeah. the table is if it's an important game mm-hmm. and it, it extends beyond my 10 p.m. Bedtime, sleep time, right. like it is your job or vice versa to wake each other up. Right. Relationship yeah. goals. I got a question for you. What's yeah. your goal reaction noise? Because you can't control it. It happens so quick. Right, so mine, you don't know what to- yeah, that's a great question, actually. Mine is typically, my goal reaction noise with this Panthers run has typically been um, in bed. Okay? So <laughs> uh, that's, where, that's where I've consumed every Panthers game is in bed. So kids are sleeping, like, I don't know, 15 feet away. I don't want to, like, go crazy. So what it is, it's a fist pump and a... Like okay. that's the that, that's the 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 Panthers goal celebration noise. What is it for the Miami Heat? 
Uh, very similar, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because mine, mine's like, come on! Mine is contingent on the sport. Basketball, I get overhyped for. The Miami Heat games, I have been waking up, like when Bar- uh, when uh, Jimmy Butler went 56. Um, I woke up pretty much the neighborhood. Because once I get excited, my Husky German Shepherd mix gets excited too. So yeah. we're both yelling and making noise. For hockey, because I'm not that like passionate about hockey, I'm like, bet! And that's it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> See, I, I'm at my core, I'm a dork, I'm a loser. So it comes out immediately. I have no choice to uh, filter how I'm going to react to a goal. So it's immediately like, all right, sometimes, oh, oh, oh yeah. I, just, I, I literally oh, that's a, a woohoo. What a disappointing payoff. I might as well say hooray. I my thought mind, there was my, more to that because there was a buildup and then a, oh, yeah. Exactly. My and mind went somewhere else. I got to say, Christian, yours is extremely disappointing it, and not nearly as intense as I thought it would be. For anything. For for anything. When, when I was watching the Capitol, when they, uh, Capitals, when they won the Stanley Cup. Uh, when he said I was watching the Capitol, I thought we were going back to January <laughs> 6th for a second. Yeah, yeah, go, I was go like, get oh, yeah. When I was watching the Capitol, I'm like, yeah, knock that door down. Well, go this, get them, uh, boys. Go get that window. Oh, yeah. Well, Christian is on something. But, uh, but it's just a, oh, yeah, and, and that's it. And I don't know how to, like, verbalize afterwards because I, I don't have that hockey right. IQ. Right. Pucks in well, deep. I, I think you're that. probably a little worried, too, because meanwhile, you're, as you pointed out a couple of weeks ago, your girlfriend is trying to watch, like, Vanderpump rules. Yeah. Uh, and so you're, you're, you're worried about distracting her from that or else you feel the wrath. Yeah, I got to go in the closet and like, yeah. turn, turn the lights on like All Harry right. Potter and, and uh-huh. like, watch my games in there. That's how it works. Now, now one thing that <laughs> one thing that that caused me to facepalm this morning, TSN. That is the number one sports network in the great nation of Canada. Okay, TSN put out a graphic <laughs> proclaiming the Florida Panthers Stanley Cup final bound, and they put. You know, uh, the typical silhouette of whatever city teams are from. You know, Mm -hmm. Chicago has Willis Tower in the background, formerly Sears Tower in New York. You you probably have Brooklyn Bridge. That's that's the most recognizable part of the the New York skyline. Uh, With Boston, it's... uh, The the harbor. The harbor, right. Exactly, exactly. Uh, So... So in LA, it would be a silhouette of the the hill with the Hollywood mm-hmm, sign. The mountains. The 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 TSN graphic mm-hmm. featured the famous skyline of Orlando. Let's go! I'm from Orlando. Four Orlando, just a quick little three and a half hour drive from sunrise, <laughs> Orlando, Florida. That was the skyline that TSN used as its silhouette in the Panthers victory graphic. So, you know, we discussed earlier that they're called the Florida Panthers, not necessarily the Sunrise right. Panthers. So, if we're talking schematics, they're not wrong. Orlando is in a Florida. Ver- yes. It is in Florida. But can I give a shout out to my city real quick? Sure. Listen, Orlando, they had a, they had an opportunity to pick any city here in Florida to represent the Florida Panthers. We beat Miami. We beat Fort Lauderdale. We beat Jacksonville, if anybody finds Jacksonville pretty. We beat Tampa. We, Orlando, is the poster city. All right. For TSN in Canada. I'm trying to find out how that happened. And I just yeah. Google image search Florida because, skyline. Because it is incompetent. Yeah. And and if TSN, <laughs> if TSN, that intern that put the graphic together, <laughs> simply just Googled Florida skyline, that is a gross, gross, uh, fireable offense. And it's so dumb. Oh, uh, Florida skyline? Like, what are you doing? And not only that, but if they're going to do Orlando like that. Number one, prettiest skyline in Florida, obviously, to Canadians. You could have asked me uh, <laughs> to, to make 100 drawings of the Orlando skyline, and I could have given you nothing. I would have dra- drawn the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's not even in Orlando. Uh, half of it. It's half Osceola it and Orange County, okay. which is both. Anyways, so if they wanted to represent Orlando, they missed a couple important elements. Mm. Your favorites? The swans of Lake Eola, yeah. which what the picture isn't even the skyline of Orlando. It's the lake and the amphitheater. Right, right. 
And then if you want to talk about a skyline, you have the Bank of America Tower and the Amway Center in the background okay. with I-4 running in between. Mm. Ah, so yes. they did Orlando dirty. They should have put like a secret Mickey Mouse in there and the swans in Lake Eola. Well, the reason they didn't do any of that, Jeanette, is because <laughs> it was an awful mistake that they made. Uh, so I, I, the Fort Lauderdale skyline, that probably is is probably the number one option they should have gone with, right? If Fort Lauderdale, biggest city in the county that 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 the Panthers play, and it should have been Fort Lauderdale. There's only like five or six big buildings that make up the skyline of Fort Lauderdale, but you could certainly have a cruise ship in the background, and then people would know. Oh yeah, that's that's Fort Lauderdale. Or you could have put like if there's right be- before you get the bridge to A1A between Las Olas, mm-hmm. there's a beautiful skyline there of the intercoastal yeah. with Las Olas in you the can background even have the and tunnel. the beach right there. Yeah, you could even have the tunnel that you go on. Or like uh, Fort Lauderdale Beach. You could right. have put, you could have put Fort Lauderdale with Beach like on the, there. The wavy wall exactly. that separates uh, A1A from the from the beach. Exactly. Why do you need a skyline at all? Well, that's a great point. Like, but if, if, if you're going to go the skyline, if you go this, you could even could have easily put a beach with palm trees. Yeah. Right. We would have gotten the point. But they didn't they went with a skyline and they went with the skyline of a city that's three and a half hours away from where the panthers actually play now if they really wanted to get bold they could have just done a sunrise skyline now here's the thing sunrise doesn't have a downtown sawgrass mills is like the downtown of sunrise right so you know when you get to the sawgrass mills mall what are the entry signs it's those alligators just make just have that Man, uh, you the can't alligator entry signs. That's great. Don't punk out. Just put the Rainforest Cafe in the background. <laughs> Don't punk out. Or how about the Everglades? But the Rainforest Cafe is a good one. Or as well. you could do the um, the Everglades with like a clip art alligator on top of it. That's fine. It is just, I think it's more rep- but You know, they can't help but look at the Orlando skyline, which is not really a skyline. It's a lake. And be like, dang, this is nice. It's a graphic. Um, But... That also got me thinking, since they blew the skyline, TSN out of Canada, again, using an Orlando skyline uh, in the victory graphic for the Florida Panthers, could not be further off from that. (laughs) Um, Where do you have the Panthers parade if they're able to beat, presumably, Vegas in the Stanley Cup final? Where would you, Jeanette, have the parade for the Florida Panthers? So it's, uh, it's definitely a difficult... I guess situation something to map out and knock on wood. Um, this doesn't jinx anything. I will say that sunrise the streets paved extremely well. Paved extremely well. Not many well, potholes in sunrise. But championship parades are typically done in a very populous area, mm-hmm. one of the most popular, pretty areas. Let's be real. You want you want it to to look good, the aesthetic to be good. A thousand percent. All right. Nobody takes a Friday night. And goes to Sunrise. Where do you spend your Friday nights in Broward? Broward. Fort Lauderdale. Las Olas. Fort Lauderdale. So I think that stretch between Las Olas that goes over the bridge and on the beach in Fort Lauderdale, I think that would be a really good place to have it. So, uh, like at the elbow room, because someone suggested that you you bring it down uh, like Broward. That's what I'm saying. And then Brow- you go to Elbow Room. Well, Las Olas turns into Broward, <laughs> but that's where the turn is because that's what you take to get on the beach. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, but, uh, do not, not question bad. me on the streets of Fort Lauderdale. That's not bad. That's not bad so at all. So that's what I'm thinking. You go down Broward, Las Olas, whatever. You turn left where you make that left where Elbow Room is and you go down the street there. Uh, hear me out on this, Christian. Hear me out on this. That mall. The Sawgrass Mills Mall has become so synonymous with the Florida Panthers as a way to like disrespect the Panthers. Like, oh, they play across from a mall. Why don't you, in the spirit of the 80s, and, and uh, pop artists from around the world having mall concerts, why don't you, in the spirit of that, run the parade through the outdoor uh, restaurant area of Sawgrass Mills by the Yard House, um, and then that bar that's across the walkway from Yard House, and then bring the parade through the mall. Think of the imagery with Panthers fans jamming the first and second levels of the Sawgrass Mills Mall. A ticker tape parade with the Stanley Cup. Matthew Kachuk walking with it along with Bob and Paul Maurice right, uh, right by the Forever 21, right by the Rainforest Cafe. 
I think that imagery, Christian, would be sensational and it would make sense. You got to be true with yourselves, right? You're not going to fill up right. a big uh, metropolitan area with P- Panthers fans. It's just not going to happen. Go to but the mall. You can fill up the mall. I'm not opposed JC to that. Penny. Yeah. And think about how much business is given to all those businesses and how much parking there is. Yeah. It's almost too perfect, which makes me think it's not going to happen. Yeah, but then there's no pre or post after parties either. That's part of the championship. You're the one who just said you go to the Rainforest Cafe before Panthers games. Why wouldn't people go to the Rainforest Cafe? There's Yard House. There's several bars. I don't go to the Rainforest Cafe to party. (laughs) I said I just, I pregame, drop a couple hundred at the Rainforest Cafe, then watch the Panthers call it a day. I don't party at the Rainforest. What? Flip off some little kids that are around you. Yo, I, you're I, not sitting. You know, first of all, the yeah. zebra bar stool at yeah. the bar is mine. <laughs> if that, if there's, if there is a seven year old on the zebra bar stool, and that's the only one available, sorry, kiddo, you gotta go. One word to describe the Panthers postseason, and where should the parade be if they win the Stanley Cup? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. One word to describe this Florida Panthers postseason, and where should the parade be? I say in Sawgrass Mills Mall after you bring the Stanley Cup past the Yard House. Uh, Jeanette says it should be along Las Olas in Fort Lauderdale, and then you head down A1A, you make a left-hand turn at the Elbow Room. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Water taxi, anybody? She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. My wife texted me the after parties at the Bahama Breeze. Let's go. Yeah. My Bahama Breeze, Sawgrass Mill staple. They have a 64-ounce to-go Bahama Mama, mm-hmm. classic okay. margarita, and pineapple coconut martini. What? And if you want appetizers, some beef empanadas. Chicken tostones, mm. Mm. crab and three cheese dip, skillet simmered jerk shrimp. What? That's too much. Old Jamaican jerk wings. I'm telling you, have the Panthers parade, a walking parade through Sawgrass Mills. Panthers, do the right thing if you win the cup, of course. You know, Panthers fans should definitely thank us because we just uh, scheduled their whole like champ trophy. I'm telling you, I think it's important what we're workshopping through right now. We're doing it so the Panthers don't have to. They can put all their resources towards Vegas and getting the- and getting that trophy. Right. right. So all of our listeners and fans can have the Florida Panthers celebration they yeah. deserve, which is you pre. At the Rainforest Cafe, <laughs> you celebrate the trophy, mm-hmm. and then you post it up at Bahama Breeze. That's right. You know, I've never been to a parade ever before. Any parade? Like any parade? Like not even a 4th parade. of July parade? No. Even living in New York, St. Patrick's Day, no. Any of those parades, Thanksgiving, never in my oh life. Oh, my God. The one I would say that you absolutely have to do living here in Palm Beach County is the Delray Beach St. Patrick's Day Parade. You Funny you say that. Best, one of my favorite days of the year. So I didn't know that was a thing. And I planned a day out in Delray Beach <laughs> and, uh, at one of the bars down there with Why family. Why is traffic that- so terrible? Yep. Yep. Why is the street closed? Family came to visit. I- We're I- supposed I- to be able to make a left. <laughs> and I saw people were parking on lawn. Are you kidding me? I had no you idea. You planned a day out in Delray, the day of the St. Patrick's Day but, Parade? But that's the problem. Because it wasn't St. Patrick's Day. It was the week before. But they that's, had the that's, that's when they generally have them. It, it's always the weekend before St. Patrick's. There's no St. Patrick's Day parade that comes after St. Patrick's Day, and it's always going to be on a weekend. I made that mistake. I actually am stunned you've never been to a parade. But I would go to a Panthers parade because at the mall, it's so easy. It's, it's so not awesome. Because all the bars, all the things. You can go see a movie afterwards Absolutely. if you want to. Absolutely. And you I can go to a- Spencer's. Then watch Brandon Montour walk by with the cup, and then go to Bahama Breeze for a whole Jamaican jerk wing appetizer. And then I'm cap so, it all off with a 64-ounce Bahama that's Mama right. to go. And to go if you want, right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm so superficial, I would enjoy that more than if I was an Eagles fan my whole life waiting for that 2017 Super Bowl. Go to downtown, 
Broadway Street, whatever, and enjoy that. They didn't look enjoyable to me compared to no, going no, to no. a strip mall. Because if you're an that. Eagles fan, you're too busy just destroying your city and burning things down. That's, That's what true. you do after you a be Super Bowl. I guess here's the better. If the Panthers win, where do we riot in Sunrise? <laughs> <laughs> like where, where in Sunrise is there to actually pillage? I don't know. Like Rick Kay's Honda? I have just, no idea. Just spray paint the alligator, the sign. Yeah, oh, yeah. Start Go cuts right on the alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, murder a p- python or two? Would you be doing the ecosystem? I was going to say that actually is going to be uh, that that'll be uh, applauded. <laughs> um, uh, real quick, real quick, can we hear Rod Brindamore, the head coach of the Carolina Hurricanes, and one of the few people? where if you see them walking down the street, you have no idea who they are, but someone asks you, hey, what was that guy's profession? You would immediately say hockey because his face looks like it's taken 9,000 stick slashes across it. Uh, Rod Brindamore, this was uh, this was his assessment of the Panthers' sweep of the Carolina Hurricanes. You know, that, that's the unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And it's, that's not what happened. I watched the game. I'm there. I'm cutting the game. We're we're in the game. We didn't get. We didn't lose four games. We we got beat, but it's, you know, we were right there, and this could have went the other way, and this could have been four games the other way. And tonight, you know, the way it ended is tough. Getting a penalty like that, that's tough. You know, especially what was let go, and then you come out. Oh, that's that's gonna that's gonna sting. But not to take anything away from the other team because they played hard, but. you know, I think we take, took a huge steps this year. Um, you know, coming this far, like I said, with what we were, were missing is pretty pretty impressive. Can we just play the beginning of that real quick? Just, again, Rod Brindamore, Carolina Hurricanes head coach. You know, that, that's the unfortunate part of this is he's going to look back and everyone's going to say he got swept. And it's, that's not what happened. No, no, actually, actually, by definition – that is what happened. Anytime you have a best of seven series and one team wins the first four, that by definition is a sweep. Doesn't matter how it happened, how close it was, if every game was decided by a goal, if one game went to four overtimes, if you win four games before the other team wins, period, in the seven-game series, that, Jeanette, is called a... Sweep. Yeah. And I'm not good at math. I failed math for liberal arts twice in college. Pretty simple concept. There's no such thing as a moral victory that causes a sweep not to be a sweep. It doesn't work like that. No. It's hockey. It might get minimized. It shouldn't. Imagine if anyone outside of hockey said that after getting swept. Any coach, any yeah. player, if LeBron James said that, I hate to go to the if LeBron did, but the world would end. It's yeah. going back to, I, oh, we won three quarters. The Celtics head coach saying, well, we won three it's, quarters, though. It's similar, except, except you mentioned the Lakers. You mentioned the Lakers. Didn't they have some people carrying water for them about just how good of a sweep they had, just how good of a sweep they had. When we come back here on Ken LeVick Alive, it's not just the Carolina Hurricanes. Apparently, the L.A. Lakers, yeah, they got swept, but not really. Apparently, we're living in a world where you lose four, the first four in the best of seven, and you're not swept. A feel-good sweep is what we're doing now, apparently. Thank you. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.